Blog Talk Radio. Good evening. Good evening, everyone. This is a special edition of the PK News Forum. Tonight, we will be discussing Bill Cosby, the mistrial, the details surrounding it. As we talk about what has occurred in this mistrial, this is the episode, the 344th episode of PK News Forum. We have a panel tonight on of our hosts. We have Ms. Adrian Allen of Misunderstandings, Rob Hudson of Self-Expressions. We have our own, our own, Kathy, Kylie and Toy Daly of the various shows that she brings forth besides being the producer, and Trina Lindsay, Trina Lindsay Harrison from A Little Talk with Jesus. My name is Darlene Lawrence, and I am of righteous consciousness. So as we know, there was a verdict that was rendered um, for Bill Cosby with a mistrial. A lot of people was upset about that information. Some people think that he should have gone to jail, done time. We're going to talk about that tonight. The number to call in is 323-870-4174. And if you'd like to join in the conversation, please press 1. Adrian Allen, would you like to talk uh, from your perspective of the Bill Cosby verdict decision? Uh, yeah, I would like to talk because I just have a few questions. I understand that everything that we've done and everything that's been going on, I literally have been waking up with Bill Cosby for damn near almost a year about the last four months, at least, no exaggeration, watching him walk into a a courtroom every day about something that happened so long ago, first of all, that we went all the way to the statute of limitation almost to the last actual day that they could actually make a trial. They make a trial that day. They make it They make it that day so that everything can go down that day because this is the last day to possibly do it. So now they finally get it done. They put Bill Cosby back through the court system. We watch him every day. They treat this man like he's already done something wrong. They take everything that he's ever had. They strip him of all the things that they thought that he was been able to hold on to. All of his endorsements, they just strip it from him. And all these accusations, they just start coming, and they coming, and they coming, and they coming. Now, we're not talking about the accusations, because when they was doing the accusations, we were still saying the same thing. What about Bill? Wait a minute. Hold on. 
is there proof of these things? Are there this and that thing? That, and, and everything has been saying, all right, we get you. Is there proof? All right, you'll have your day in court. All right, fine. Now, all of a sudden, they didn't have a day in court. We don't watch every single day. We know what kind of suit he wear. We know what kind of assistant his suit, the assistant the suit wear. We know who makes the suit. We know every single thing about what's going on with Bill Cosby. Now, they done had to figure out, you know, they had to pull the people out of the, under the ground because they be trying to figure out who the people are that don't know anything about Bill and all this stuff that's going on. Not to mention that it's really talking about stuff that happened 40-plus uh, years ago. So, well, no, no, excuse me. I apologize. The trial, Constine, or I don't want to say what she looks like, but very tall, Mr. Constine, and, um, and when he... She, excuse me, when they, um, this trial, they they try to put everything in to one thing just because they really, 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 really just seemed like they just wanted to get Bill for some reason. Now, okay, first, now everybody's like, ah, well, they want to get Bill, but they got all these people talking about it and everything. So, yeah, maybe they want to get Bill. So, okay, no, maybe these guys can't be right because all these people keep coming. So now we went through all of this. All of this, they didn't got a jury and everything. Now, the jury done sat through the trial and tried to deliberate on the trial. They mean, I mean, they asked questions. They went back. They read the, they read the, they read the report again. Like, they actually deliberated, I think, for more than the actual trial was. Like, the jury was out for 52 hours, I think. And the trial yeah. was less. I think the trial was like 40-something. But the jury was out for 52. So that was actually longer than the actual trial. But within this deliberation and them asking for reports of what she said and he said and what they said and everybody else said, they went back to the judge and said, Judge, we is deadlocked on this thing. Nobody is moving. Well, the judge looked at them and said, well, now you need to go in there and make somebody change their mind. Now, I'll be damned saying all of that and you feel as though you and thing and y'all putting this man on trial and y'all done did all of these things and made up all of this stuff or presented all of this stuff regardless of whatever the thing is. Y'all just made this case. Now, y'all done stripped the man of everything else already. So, actually, it looks like he is all the way guilty already because he can't have nothing. He can't stand on nothing. He can't be nobody, right? We can't use Bill Cosby's name right now because it's all bad. It's, everything is bad. All they want to do is put bad on Bill, bad on Bill. Bill is bad. Everything. So now the jury comes back, and they say, well, we still can't do it. All right, so within the situation of having a deadlock jury, and they come back twice, and they said it's deadlocked, that's what they call a hung jury. Now I got an issue because now it's a hung jury. Okay, so is that a win or is that a loss? It's not a loss, but it's not a win either. Why would you say it's not a win, Adrian? Because the people have 120 days in order to retry the thing. So because they got 120 days to retry the thing, they are so, so, so deadlocked on the fact that they are going to retry this thing again. So that means they are already on what other jury members can we get? Where can we go to find people that are going to 
I don't know if they're looking for people to give Bill Cosby a fair trial, or are you just, or are they just looking for people that's gonna say Bill is guilty? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm just asking. But I just wanted to know because it was like, okay, I'm watching this every morning. Like I said, you wake up and you watch Bill walk through the courtroom. He didn't got better. He didn't got worse. He didn't went from a cane to no cane to using somebody's arm. Like we have watched him go through this entire court system. Why the second that this jury was hung, we don't hear nothing about Bill. That don't even sound right, do it? I mean, okay. I understand that they believe that it's not done, but what are we as a people saying? We as a people need to get back up and step up and stand up and say, hey, get off of Bill. Bill's one of us. Bill is actually the thing that, Bill is the man that touched all of us. Remember that? I don't know if y'all, I don't know. One day we go find that. I just remember having a moment of time when I was talking about something and I told somebody that Bill Cosby touched me. I remember that. Bill Cosby me as a little girl. And I think he touched a lot of us, a lot of yous. I know that he touched like damn near everybody I went to school with. Shout out to Delaware State University. Huh. Shout out to every historically <laughs> black college that there is. Because if it wasn't for us growing up watching a different world and watching everybody grow up and leave the 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 Huxtable house and have to go to school, remember that? Because Theo wasn't really doing that well. Theo wasn't, really wasn't deciding, but we went through that whole issue. So it's like that was our life. And what they've so one thing, been trying. One, go one ahead, I'm sorry. That, um, you know, you're absolutely right. That was our life in terms of being America's favorite dad is what he's so known to be. And his image of being a positive black male role model has been disparaged and destroyed. Now, some he possibly could have bought on his own self. I'm not going to say 100% he's you know, not guilty or whatever, they didn't bring the evidence that they needed as to why this mistrial came about. My brother, my brother, Rob. Let's hear hey, my sister, say, my sister. Okay, uh, you know, Bill Cosby, you know, in, in a way, and, you know, and how, you know, he is, is portrayed right now today, you know, everybody forgets his body of work. Um you know when you know he's he's almost eighty years old. He's eighty years old, and his body of work is you know expands so far. And you know, and his social activism, and his you know his belief in you know how certain comedians you know should conduct themselves on stage, and basically you know just his advice. You know he influenced so many comedians now today. Well, well not now today, but you know now today you know there's not a lot of comedians that work clean. You know, and um, he, he's influenced, you know, so many comedians, even the clean ones we have now today. But the the bottom line is, you know, with Bill Cosby is, you know, it's like a lot of things that, that happened to, uh, like, you know, a couple of years ago, Joe Paterno, you know, when his records got stripped, you know, it, it pretty much killed the man. And now we have Bill Cosby, he's, you know, he, he's going through the same thing. And, you know, he, he's one of ours. 
I mean, I know you remember, you know, like I said, if you look at his whole body of work, you can't tell me right now today, even with the allegations, if you look at one of his Jello Puddin' Pop commercials, you wouldn't smile at the end when he says, you know, I know you want to smile. Go ahead and smile, you know. I know you're going to smile. You know, that's the kind of man he is, and that's, you know, or, or he was. And, you know, the way he's being portrayed right now, you know, it seems like there's no inkling of, of the man that he portrayed, uh, you know, you know, back in the days where, you know, like I said, he conducted himself and he made sure that, you know, other, you know, African-Americans would conduct themselves in such a way where though they were in a position where they can get, you know, where they can move ahead, where there was no excuse for somebody to say, well, I can't pick him or I, I can't choose him. You know, he, this guy, this man, you know, he has donated millions of dollars to Temple University. Free commercials for Temple University. He's brought so many talented people to Temple University, and what they do is they erase his name after the millions. I mean, I believe they should get the millions back because there was no way where you could not see Bill Cosby associated with Temple University without a Temple University, you know, uh, sweatshirt on or sweatpants. You know, Bill Cosby also has a degree from the University of Massachusetts, but he, you know, he chose, you know to promote Temple. When he got his degree from Temple, you know, it, it was, you know, it, it wasn't, you know, a master's. It was just, you know, uh, you know, a regular degree. You know, when he went to UMass, uh, that's where he got his, his, his major, you know, um, his major, you know, uh, educational and, you know, doctorates was actually in, you know, the University of Massachusetts. But, you know, in, in no way where was he going out of the, his way to, you know, uh, promote the University of Massachusetts. He chose, you know, yeah. like you said in the commercial, you know, I chose Temple. And with those free commercials and, you know, like I said, the untold millions, you know, if they, you know, if they, you know, go about removing his name and they want to disassociate themselves with Bill Cosby, they should tally up all the money he gave. You know, he gave them, contributed to them. And they also should pay him for the free commercials that he done for them. The free publicity they had on his shows where he wear a Temple, you know, sweatshirt, and, you know, sweatsuits, you know, I, I believe that, you know, right is right and wrong is wrong. You know, if you all of a sudden want to disassociate yourself with the man, give back the millions he gave. You know, and that really shows me that you want to really disassociate, you know, disassociate yourself from the, from that man. And, you know, Bill Cosby, you know, don't forget, you know, he he created the Cosby Kids and, you know, Fat Albert and, you know, he was the first one to have – you know, ordinary characters where you will see. Where in the world will you see a cartoon with a character has a speech impediment and an overweight guy? You know, this you know, sort of the 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 leader of of the crew. You know, in no way you know where you would see that kind of thing, where it would you know not only promote positivity but positivity in a different light in a different way, because you all, there always is an overweight kid in your, your neighborhood, and there's always a kid that has you know a stutter or a speech impediment. But in no way where they where they highlighted it, you know, brought to life and brought to real life, you know, through the form of a cartoon and with, you know, tales of, you know, experience where you as a youth where you know you were going to be sucked in and watching, you know, uh Fat Albert and the Cosby kids. You know, you're gonna be watch you you're you were sitting there, you're you're you know, you were stuck and when you know, at, at the end of the day you were gonna learn a little something. Which is, you know, as of far as right now, it's like uh, there's no redeeming quality in any of the, the cartoons that we see right now today. You know, I, I would, 
you know, I would rather, you know, tell my grandkids when they're looking at something, I cannot watch 30 seconds of what they watch or they attempting to watch. I just say, hey, not in my house. We're going to do something else. Pull out coloring books. You're too old for that? Okay, let's do something else. Read me a novel or something like that. But, you know, it, it, it's just that, you know, um, what, you know, what we learned and, you know, the, the, the things that he brung us, you know, for so many decades. And sometimes it's not, you know, it's not, you know, your whole body of work that people look at. It's that bad snapshot that, you know, it's like the, the photographer, if he wants to make you look bad, he says, ah, finally, I got one that, I, that nobody will like because I don't like yeah. you. You know, and it all, you know, it all drums up from, you know, you know, a lot of things. Sometimes people don't understand, like, where did this come from and, and how did this come about? You know, they said, well, he had millions. He had enough money to pay him off where he would never talk. Well, you can never say never. And, you know, I remember when this, you know, um, when allegations first started coming out. And it came out around the time when uh, Bill Cosby's son, his, his son uh, got murdered. Yeah. And it was a young lady that um, came forward and tried to blackmail, you know, Bill Cosby. And in one of the instances where, you know, you know, the young lady, you know, wound up doing time and, you know, they were, you know, asking him, you know, was that your daughter, you know, and he was, you know, he was going a roundabout way. And then he finally said, and this was the, the kicker with, with, with everybody was like, okay, Bill, we're not dumb. He says, I had a rendezvous. Okay. So when he says, instead of said, you know what, uh, yeah, I stepped out my marriage or, you know, or may, make it even clear that, yeah, uh, me and the lady had relations. He said, you know, I, I had a rendezvous. So everybody's saying, okay, you know what? We're not stupid. So we got to figure out what rendezvous means. And you're thinking we don't know what rendezvous means. And then, so that way, by the time we catch up to your intelligence, you know, you can, you know, you can figure something else to say. But, you know, once that was said, um, a lot of people knew that right there from a mission right there, that Bill Cosby was not the clear cut uh, person that we all thought he was even if no one was yeah. aware of any prior allegations. But right there, just from a mission of admitting that right there, uh, exposed him for some of the things. And, as, you know, if you notice, a couple of years later, that's when a little tidbit of here and there pops up. And, you know, believe it or not, um, sometimes when we're on the way down, sometimes we may, you know, uh, throw someone else in, in front of us. Now, um, there was a story of a tennis player. Uh, you know what, um, my sister, my sister, I'm not, yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna get into that. I'm not, I'm not gonna get into that. That's something we can, you know, I'll, you know, we'll probably talk, you know, person to person. But, um, you know, instead of, you know, I know one person may mention the name, but I'm not gonna, you know, follow behind. But like I said, when when the man was, you know, on his, you know, found himself on, you know, on his way down, he, he took a couple swings at a couple people. And when I say a couple of people, yeah. it was some, some legendary Philadelphia, you know, icons that he took swings at. But, you know, you never know, you know, what you do in certain situations, you know. Uh, but, you know, like I said, you know, we can't, you know, forget his body of work. Because, like I said, yeah. the man put decades together of where he did, you know, entertain us, enlighten us, and made us feel good about each other, you know, or, or ourselves either. You know, we just can't right. forget about that, you know, no matter where Absolutely. he stands right now. You know, whether he, right. he's innocent or guilty, we just can't forget about the whole body of work. And um, my sister, my sister, I'm just going to um, let you uh, digest that, and I'll let you um, things from there. 
Yeah. Um, you know, what you said is very true. You know, you got to look. He did some horrific things, maybe, perhaps, maybe kind of, sort of, I don't know. But you cannot completely throw out the baby with the bathwater. There has been a lot good. My sister, my sister, Chappie, are you on, my sister? I am here, you know, and I, I have been listening to all of the conversation in reference to Bill Cosby and his trial and all of the allegations. And it's so many different things with me that just make me go, hmm, you know, I call them warning signs, yield signs, uh, you know, caution signs, something that's saying, wait a minute, slow down. You hear what they're saying, but even though they're saying that, it just don't look right. You know, they're telling me I can go down the road and it's safe to go down the road, but I still see a big hole in the middle of the road. Mm. I hear what they're saying. I hear what mainstream media is saying, but it just still doesn't sound right. And I'm in so much agreement with Brother Rob and Sister Adrian, you know, um, and I, and we want to hear what you all out there think. So that number to call in is 323-870-4174. We want to know what you think, what your opinion is on this. We want to give you a chance to let your voice be heard on this matter. We're broadcasting at www.blogtalkradio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. Um, but my thing with that is, when I, I Okay, let me start by clearing the air with what I'm about to say. I am a rape survivor. Um, it's been years, and I bless God that I can talk about it. And it was by somebody that I and my family knew. And when I look at all of the testimony, not just by the child that he actually made it to trial with. But when I look at all of the testimony from all of the accusers that we know of, none of what they say matches the behavior of anyone who was ever sexually assaulted when it comes to if you knew who the person was that assaulted you. Like, these people are saying, well, yeah, he sexually assaulted me, but I called him the next day because I just wanted to talk about that. What? That's not what rape survivors do. I'm not saying that we all run immediately to the police or immediately to the hospital, but what I am saying is we sure enough don't call the person who just violated us. Mm. And then when the first allegations started coming out in the 60s and 70s, you know, that era of fly, uh, flower power and free love and Woodstock and the baby boom era, you know, that was that generation, well, the parents of the baby boom generation. That was the era that they're talking about. And what we have to remember is in that era, popping pills and uh, what they call it, pills and Spanish fly and uh, 
all the different drugs, weed, coke, heroin, whatever. I don't know if heroin was around then, but the coke, like, that's what they did. That's what they did, and that's what they would do when they would have just free love, sex. You know, one one of the elders that I know shared with me today, he said, you know, back then, them women was giving it away. You ain't have to take it from nobody because during that era, it was all about free love, and they was giving it away. But that's what they did. Why is that important with what's going on with Bill Cosby? I'm not saying that he didn't do drugs. And I'm not saying that those women did not have the drugs in their system at that time, but we would never know because they didn't come forward until years and years and years later. Decades. But what I am saying is, right, decades later, but what I am saying is that's what they did at that time. And I wasn't saved all my life. So there was times that I went to because I knew I was going to hook up with somebody. You know, I know all our listeners that's members of Purpose Kingdoms. Y'all came out your mama's womb saved, but I ain't come out my mama's womb saved. God had to bring me back to him because I was a mess for a period of time. So if I knew I was going to hook up, whatever my hookup party was, that's what I did before I went for the hookup. I can't then turn around and say, oh, my God, I hooked up with him and I shouldn't have done that. Uh, he raped me. So all of those little things, me go, you know, yield sign, caution, red flag. Then you have the timing of all the accusations coming out. Because it, 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 it came out at a time that, one, Bill Cosby had made a speech that had made some of – I'm going to just say black folk get upset with him. But it was also at the time that he was about to purchase, I believe it was NBC. Right. Now, let's look at that. The comment that Bill Cosby made, I, I can't, I'm not giving it word for word, but he was somewhere giving a speech, and he his statement and summary was, we as African Americans, cannot blame all of our problems on white folks. Some of it, some of it is us. Then he used some examples. He said, you know, there was a time for a young woman to get pregnant and not be married was frowned upon. But now we present it as the norm. There was a time that if a man or a young boy got a young girl pregnant, he was made by his family and the community to stand up and be a father and be a husband and be a provider. But now we let them do whatever they want to do. There was a time if a young girl got pregnant that the family and the community raised that child. But now we leave a baby out there to raise a baby. So you got the blind basically leading the blind. He said there was a time that we fought and demanded a better education for our children, but now we just want to fight to make sure we can get them the newest game or the best gear to have on their feet. And black folk got mad when he told those words of truth, just like somebody going to get mad because I repeated them tonight. But 
they got mad with him saying it instead of looking at the fact that, wow, you know what, there, there's some truth in what he just said. We have begun to drop our, our moral standards. So from that statement and black folk getting upset with him, so now we're like, oh, who does he think he is? And then at that same time, he's in the process of starting deals to purchase NBC. But NBC isn't worried right now because Bill just made a comment and black folks is mad and he think, they think that we're going to tear him down. Right. But then what happened was we didn't tear him down. So now NBC is getting nervous again. So here comes a comedian by the name of Hannibal, I believe his last name is like Berez or something like that, B-U-R-E-S-S. And okay. he's doing the stand-up thing. And somebody records his stand-up, and it goes viral. And what he basically says is, Bill Cosby, who do you think you are? You're going to come at us and give us these moral standards, and you out there raping women. And it went viral because he said that. And because it went viral, then the newspapers started picking it up because the people were talking about it on social media. Not because it was necessarily true, but because the people was talking about it on social media. Not because there was any proof, but because the people was talking about it on social media. Huffington Post at one point said, we never ran with it when it was just innuendos because of the fact that at that time it was their word against his word. There was no proof. It was just allegations. But the rest of the news, and ironically, NBC and their affiliate, who right. was trying to make sure that Bill Cosby couldn't purchase them. So we got to look at the grand scheme of all of it. We got to look at everything that's going on. Am I saying that Bill Cosby did or did not rape? somebody at some point. I don't know. I wasn't there. Am I saying that Bill Cosby ain't raped none of these people that came forth? Yeah, I can say that that's what I'm saying. And the reason that I can say that that's what I'm saying is just based on the evidence that you, the people, have put in my face on the news and on social media and on the internet and all over, none of them are acting like rape victims. Is some of those who were accusing him earlier on came back and said that they were offered money to accuse him. Uh. It's funny that this lady, Constantine, she didn't even remember that this supposedly happened until she went to therapy and somebody helped her remember that this is what happened to her. <laughs> somebody like I'm Benjamin Jackson, Hamilton... You know, those I'm are the ones saying. that helped her remember. Some somebody helped her remember that this just happened. You know, as a person who was violated by someone that the family knew, when I heard her testimony and when I heard her mother's testimony of how they all called and had conversation with this man after this happened, I'm sitting there going, "What?" Y'all called to talk about it? Like, what was there to talk? If he did this, what was there to talk about to him? 
So it it just it makes me sit back and say, wow. It makes me sit back and say, you know, a day of reckoning comes for everybody. But we as a people, sometimes we have to remember that we could fall from grace also. And in our falling from grace, what do we do? Do we sit back and act like, you know, it's just, oh, my God, they're all turning against us? We would want somebody to sit there and go, you know what, maybe he was an adulterer. I just don't believe he raped him. Maybe he was this. But in his being this, let's not villainize him to being that. Because what it really comes to, in my personal opinion, this is not the opinion of any of the hosts of Purpose Kingdom Network. This is not the opinion of PK Newsroom. This is my personal opinion. If Bill Cosby would have purchased NBC, in three generations of his children or of his bloodline, there would have been a black family with old money. And I don't want to turn this into a racial thing. I'm just saying in my little 48 years of living, I've never seen a black family that came from old money, you know, if he would have established and purchased NBC, his children would have been, well, his, his children's children's children would have been wealthy. I, I don't see America letting that happen. Anytime when African Americans were in a place where we were prospering financially and economically and socially, they burnt it down and tried to kill everybody in those places. You know, you talk about it often, Darlene, with Black Wall Street. They don't allow us to come from old money. Proof in the uh, in the pudding. <laughs> it's funny, being that we're talking about Bill Cosby, but proof is in the pudding. Who invented peanut butter, Darlene? <laughs> George Washington Carver? <laughs> George Washington Carver. So if he is the inventor of peanut butter, then that means every one of his descendants, straight through his bloodline, somebody should be well off because this man invented peanuts. But last time I checked, I don't see the Carver name on anything other than the history book when it comes to peanut butter. I see Skippy. I see Jiffy. I see the different supermarket name brands, D&G and B&A and all of them. I've never seen Carver. And you won't. Look at <laughs> Madam C.J. Walker. She herself was a self-made, I believe, billionaire. Yeah. Mega achievement for her time. Where are her children at with that now? All of the things she invented. Straightening iron was older than my grandmother. Straightening comb for your hair. I don't see C.J. Walker's name on no straightener comb or Walker family products. I, I just don't see it. I could be wrong. I'm just saying I don't see it. So I'm saying that to say, you know, purchase with NBC. We have to look at the systemic problem behind what's going on. And the problem is 
some of us are allowed to dream. Some of us, we not allowed to dream. Absolutely. And if we are one of the few who are allowed to dream, if we don't dream in the manner that we're told, they will turn our dreams quickly into a nightmare. Does that mean we stop pushing towards the dreams? No. It means we start as a people making our voices heard. We start as believers in Christ, one, standing on God's word, standing on his word. We're judging a man. We've judged a man with no real evidence to judge him on. Yes. Yet the people who we've had evidence to judge on, you know, the cop that stabbed the man on uh, social media live and the other cop that shot the man on, on live on, uh, the, the, went on social media and, you know, all the different things we see on social media about the, the unarmed black people getting shot down in the middle of the street. They see it happening on camera. They hear the conversation on camera, yet they go straight in and quit them. But now you have a black man who is about to step too far out of the stereotype of what you allow us to live in, even if we are someone who are well off, and you turn around and you get upset because you can't get a conviction on something that truthfully you never had enough evidence to even go to trial with, if we be honest about it. I don't know. That That's my thoughts on all of that. And, you know, Darlene, I, I'm going to come back to you on it um, to, to see what your thoughts are, what your opinions are on that. And we can open up for, I guess, a roundtable discussion on it. Well, right now we want to bring one of our other sisters on, uh, Sister Trina Lindsay Hassan. Are you there, uh, Sister uh, Trina? Yeah, I'm here. Wow. Okay. This is this is deep. <laughs> you know, I just have to. Um, everybody says some powerful things, you know, and um, yeah. I just have a, 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 you know what, now it makes sense. Um, Pastor Toy, you hit it right on the head. Um, I have mm-hmm. never seen, well, first of all, all the brutality that we see with the police officers and everything that's going on in the earth is so sad. But now when you see yeah. judges and DAs that are treating black people terrible, it's horrible. Because if you think about the first time that that jury came back with a deadlock or hung jury, that, that should have been dismissed at that time. That judge sent them mm-hmm. back how many times? That's sad. And then, with, yeah. and then the DEA, then right after the mistrial, the DEA said immediately that he's going to retry him again. So to me, that's just like an attack against him. There's no waiting period. There's no time to sit back and say, hey, maybe we shouldn't go after him again. But he was going to say immediately that he's going to do it again. It's horrible. It is, but I didn't look at it like that. You're right. I, I saw it as being a spiritual attack. But it's like you said, Mr. Toy, Pastor Toy, they're going after the wealth. They don't want him to be wealthy. They don't want his family to be wealthy. It's mm-hmm. sad. But we as black people, what are we going to do about it? Tell me nothing. <laughs> you know, I mean, we're going to still pray right. and everything. But, you know, what can we really do about this? You know, it's so sad to see that the same people that are supposed to be saying that justice is blind and everybody's supposed to be treated fairly, and yet you in the public eye seeing that we're not treated fairly. 
Mm-hmm. We're not. You know, mm-hmm. it's like where where are they going to draw the line? Now it's not just the police officers treating people bad. Now you got the judges doing it, and it's out in the open. You know, yes. it, it's really sad. It, it really, really is. You know, but and I don't. I'm not saying that um, Bill Cosby was perfect. You know, because ooh, nobody's perfect. The Word of God says, "Mark, mark the perfect man, Jesus Christ." You know, and like you said, if it wasn't for the grace of God, that could be us. That could be us. Mm-hmm. You know, but we just have to stay in prayer and just, you know, I, I truly believe that if they do go after him again, he's going to be vindicated again, you know. But we just have to pray, you know. So, Sister Trina, I thank you for your your um, comment and input. Again, we are broadcasting live in Philadelphia. The number to call in is... Three two three eight seven zero four one seven four. We are discussing the Bill Cosby mistrial. We're discussing this because Bill Cosby, he is someone that we grew up watching. Um, I, I'll take it a little bit further back. I spy. <laughs> he used to come on I spy. <laughs> that was back in the city. That was something that I used to watch back then. And, you know, several movies that, you know, we were just talking to me and, you know, my family members, we were celebrating my granddaughter's graduation, and we were hanging out and talking about it a little bit. And Uptown Saturday Night, you know, the movies, you know, different movies that he's done. And, you know, one thing I can say, too, about him, and I'm not just trying to speak of – um you know, what a person's personal preference as far as the way that they communicate. But he was one of, he besides Sinbad, of the media, comedians that did not use profanity and mm-hmm. still be real funny. And mm-hmm. one of my favorite jokes, and I'm just going to kind of run it out, because, you know, Bill Cosby, he did a couple things. He was a comedian. He was an actor. He was in many ways an activist. He was a businessman, like my sister Chaffee said, this man knew wealth. He became wealthy. He made wise investments. The Cosby Show, that was really a show about his family. Of course, names and certain things was changed, but just like in his own personal life, his one son that he had, had a learning disability. He built that into oh, that yeah. show because there are families to deal with a child with a learning disability. So he tried to make this America's black home where you're not like, and, I, and I'm not trying to put down the contributions of good times, but you're not sitting around like Florida and, and, and you know, Evan. Florida and James, you know, not knowing where your next penny going to come from and if you're going to get evicted. This was a family that had some standards, that had, that had some standing and footing in the community. And that was a symbolization that you too can have that. You know, husband and wife don't have mm-hmm. to be, you know, cheating around, fighting and carrying on. What he did with his dollars and doing the Cosby show, you know, he gave back 
in so many different types of ways to the community by showing those positive images, by by giving us something more. But I always, and I use this often in work situations, where in people often, you know, they're fighting for status, well, who's more important than who? And I always bring them back to a Bill Cosby classic. Now, this is one when many of you may not know, and some of you may, when comedians used to do albums, okay, 33, Wild Man Steve and, you know, Rudy Way Moore and whatnot. Well, Bill Cosby, Red Fox, okay, they did albums. I remember on one Uh of his albums, can't remember the title of the album, but the story is about, who runs the body? Who is the most important part of the body? And he go on to say, and, you know, the heart say, no, I'm important. If I stop, you know, no more blood, bam, you die. The brain said, no, I'm more important. You know, so each part of the body and then the bowel said, I'm going to tell you who's important. And it shut down. <laughs> And it wasn't too long before everybody seen who really was the most important function of the body. The part that you would think would be least and the worst, okay? And I use that often in scenarios when I'm dealing with work issues. But right now, I think we want to have the, a call to salvation, or, or uh, Sister Tappy, I do, do believe you want to have prayer at this particular hour. Yes. Yeah. I wanted us to um, have a word of prayer. Normally right here we would do the call of salvation, but God placed in my heart to ask uh, Sister Trina to lead us to the throne of glory um, for Bill Cosby, for his family, for all of everyone involved in this situation, you know, because the enemy can be, can use anybody, you know, the enemy can get into anybody. The enemy can use anybody. And, I don't know. End of the day, I can only say what I believe, but I don't know what really happened. What I do pray is that no matter what happened, as he deals with this trial and test in his life, I've heard everybody, you know, give their little shout out. I've heard nobody pray for the man. Mm -hmm. I've heard nobody say, you know what, we're going to go to the throne of glory for him. Because my grandfather used to tell me, when you can't tell the person about Jesus, tell Jesus about the person. So what we're going to do is we are going to stop for a minute, and we are just going to go to the throne of glory. So Evangelist Trina, if you could please lead us to the throne of glory. Yes, 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 yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Father God, in the precious name of your dear son, Jesus the Christ, We come boldly to your throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. Father God, you are the God who looks over the earth, and it's in you that we live and we move and we have our being. So, God, we come tonight and lift up Bill Cosby before your throne, O God. You know all about him. You covered him in his mother's womb. You know everything that pertains unto him and his family. 
So, God, we ask you right now, God, to let your will be done, oh, God. God, we don't know what happened, God, but we know that you know all things. And, God, you said no one is perfect, no, not one. So, God, we ask you right now that you let your will and your way be done in this situation, oh, God. God, be with his attorneys, Lord. Be with his wife. Be with his children, oh, God. Even be with his grandchildren, Heavenly Father. And, God, even the ones that are standing in the gap before in Ariel Sanda, the ones that are standing in the gap that are even praying on his behalf, God, encourage them, Heavenly Father. Let them know, God, that you said that you will never reassign you, Ariel Sanda. God, you said you know, God, we praise you. God, we ask you right now, God, that even if they're thinking about another trial, God, that you even be in that trial, God. You be in that situation, God. You be in that story, God. You be with every jewelry, God. Every area. God, we praise you, Lord. God, all the work that he's done for the black people, God, all the work that he's done even for the white people, God, everything that he's done, God, let his work continue to speak for him, God. Let his legacy always cry out, God. We ask you right now that you not let it be in vain, oh, God. God, we thank you, Lord. God, we praise you. We magnify you. And God, I even ask you right now, God, just be with this nation, God. You said you were my people who were called by my name will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways. Then you will hear from heaven, will forgive their sins and heal their land, oh God. God, all the hosts on purpose kingdom network, God, as we stand in the gap right now, God, as we intercede for this nation, God, as we intercede. God, we ask you that you stand in the outside there, in the name of Jesus. God, we thank you, Lord, for what you're doing, God, because even though we don't see it, God, we believe you, God. You said the prayers of the righteous are there as much, Heavenly Father. And God, I ask you right now, God, that every host for this network, God, every family member that we're believing you for, God, every finance, God, every healing, God, every so everything that pertains, God, healing areas, in the name of Jesus. And God, we've been asking right now that you be with Maureen, Reverend Maureen Lee's father-in-law, oh God. God, touch him like only you can in the mighty name of Jesus. God, you know the outcome, God. Better is the thing, God, we thank you, Lord. We praise you. We give you all glory, all honor, and all praise. And God, I ask you right now, God, for a special financial blessing for all the hosts on Purpose Kingdom Network, oh God. Not just a financial blessing, God, but healing in bodies, God. Lord, build us up where we're weak, Heavenly Father. Help us to remember that our labor is not in vain, oh God. God, we thank you for the open door. God, we send you what you said is you that give us the power to get wealth, oh God. So we thank you for meeting our every need. And Jesus' name that we pray with thanksgiving. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 Amen, sister. I thank you so much for that. Oh, my God, that powerful prayer. Uh, That is our sister, uh, Trina uh, Harrison Lindsay, who just just gave us, I'm sorry, Trina Lindsay Harrison, (laughs) who gave us a, a, a wonderful word of prayer. And I feel her strength there. Um, and, and us getting together, each host tonight, Adrian, you still there? 
I'm here. Okay. And Brother Vibe. Yes, I'm still here. there? All right. Okay. Um, As Mm. we are, you know, still talking about this, just any final thoughts? I just wanted to bring everybody in just for the final thoughts in their time, in their uh, opinions of everything. Adrian, I think that you did a wonderful job in letting us remember, you know, all that he did and just seeing how you took this person, how this society took this person that we've seen in our living rooms and now we see him in our living room in, a, in an image unbeknown to us, worn, tattered. Uh, 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 downtrodden, can't right. barely see, just going through. And, what and I think that that's all like, like Chappie said, I believe that it's a part of the setup. But see, what we as the people have to do, just like Trina said, just like Minister Trina said, at the end of the day, what are we as black people going to do? And then we always smirk and say, probably nothing. We need to stop that. We need to stop that. I know that it sounds crazy. I know that it sounds something like that is so untouchable. But as we are the people that tell people every single day that the things that we cannot see, the things that we do not understand, that is because God is doing something and he's giving it to us. And we just can't put our fingers around it yet. What I'm saying to you is I spy, I wasn't even here for Okay, um, reading Rainbow, I wasn't here for it. Like, I, I remember hearing about it. Do you guys know that everything that the women that are beyond the statutes of limitation, which is really what everyone is talking about, but because we are so far beyond the statutes of limitation, you can't charge the man for what you really want to charge him for because you missed it on the boat. So now you're just going to try to put something in together. Guess what? In America, we don't need to do that. We got to stand up and say, stop. It's like, okay, yes, I understand. I understand what the law is doing. And we have to understand that the law has been set up to make it look just like it is looking. It makes it look like we are the ones that are wrong. It makes it look like we are the ones that are not together. But But truth be told, the first thing we say, everybody wants to go straight to the rears, pack up everything, go in the house and shut the door. We're done with that. What? What do you mean? That's sudden fiction. And Sister Sister Trina's prayer right there, this is how we fix it. We have to pray. And, And my sister Chappie you know, God laid that on your heart to have our sister deliver such of a strong prayer to give this man strength because, yeah, it's more to come for him. To more, it's yeah. more that, this, that they, they're not finished raking him over the cold. Brother Rob, I heard you talk yeah. about him from the perspective, from one man to another man. I, I, I What I heard from you, you related your being a father, a dad, being in this society, in this world, as a black man yourself, you know, I I heard you coming from that perspective along with all that he has done. Chair, to comment further, Brother Rob. 
Yes, I do. Um, you know, like like I you know like you said, I, I'm glad how you wrapped that up was uh you know my presentation, and you know one of the things is you know as being you know a black man, you know in this country is that you know one one thing that we can't win in is the court of public opinion, and yeah. once that perceptive is wrapped around you, you know whether you win or not, you know you're still losing. And that's the position that Bill Cosby is in right now, is that he has, you know, he has been, you know, wrapped up and presented, you know, in such a bad light that he has lost the public opinion. And so, you know, with, you know, with that being said, you know, even though you can lose, you know, the the public public's opinion, the only thing that can outlast that is time. So, you know. You know, our you know our, our brother, you know Bill Cosby. He has to just you know let time, you know, um, you know just let time, you know, just present itself, and that way, you know, like I said, losing you know the matter of uh, public opinion, you know, that's you know that's something that you know you have no control over. And, you know, at the end of the day, you know, the only thing you have is yourself and your family. And, right. you know, if you know, if possible, you know, our community, you know, I'm quite sure Bill is still living in a community somewhere. And, you know, hopefully that community, you know, should still embrace him because I'm quite sure as the many contributions he's done, you know, just think about the contributions he's done in the actual, you know, uh, neighborhood that he actually lives in. And you, you can imagine, you know, um, you know, how they feel or, you know, how, how they're they're around them, no matter what, you know, the majority of the public thinks. And um, my sister, my sister, we do have a caller on the line. And, you know, if you want to, you know, push them through real quick, we can. Sure, sure. Caller, are you there? Hello? 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 Can we have a caller Hi. on the line? Can we add... Yes. Hi, Hello? how are you? Caller. Antonio. Hello, can you my hear me? My sister, my sister. Yes, I do. Oh, good. <laughs> yes. Hi, how my are sister, you? My sister, my sister. How my are sister. you? Oh, You're I'm just um, very, very just overwhelmed mm-hmm. by uh, so many people's huge public opinions, as mentioned uh, by Brother Rob and yourselves. And I tell you, you know, when he said this is a witch hunt, um, it seemed like for celebrities, um, who are in high profile with money have a tendency to be targeted because it brings a lot of attention to people. And so maybe it was a bit of a circus to bring it on television and present it the way it's been happening. But, you know, when they say two wrongs don't make a right, we have to be honest about if there's any role that Mr. Cosby played in this and if there's any role um, that the plaintiff played in the whole matter. And my consensus from the public opinion was they felt as though they both had uh, faults uh, and they should just be just dismissed as a result of everybody knows the details and, you know, that should be a wash. Not that we say we should be letting Mr. Cosby off easy, no, but I'm quite sure he has shown out there that there's an example that he needs to stand up to and Represent when he's representing the people that he's representing out here, which is us who got the chance to enjoy his shows, and the children who he definitely had to 
hold him in high esteem. And even if he was not um, in that particular light, when you do drug somebody, you definitely are stepping on toes. And as for the other person, when you keep going back to the drugger, well, it doesn't make you look too savory either. So we'll see how uh, these people will handle the matter after all of this. But wait to see with the up to the 20 days to see what becomes of all of this. That will really be interesting to see if anybody's yeah. foolish enough to continue this whole circus in the manner it has been drugged through the stuff now. I'm sorry. I don't mean yeah. to cut you off. But can y'all hear me? Can y'all hear me? Because yeah. there's something that I yeah. really, there's, there's something I was, these things, these accusations, everything that we're talking about, we are talking about a, a man who has had money, been in the industry, had availability to do a lot of things, touch a lot of people, touch a lot of drugs, entertain a lot of people. But what we're failing to realize is that God can do anything in all things. And sometimes we are not penalized how the world thinks that we are. But one thing that God does is he makes us to lie down. So understand that whatever has happened, whatever did happen, all of the things that produce afterwards could be an actual, you know, it, it, I, I, I'm, I'm sorry. Not even saying that somebody is guilty because at the end of the day, like I said, we've stripped him of everything that he has. Now he can't even stand up in public. Like, why would he even want to stand in public? Because you got people like Gloria Allred in them that are just like, oh, yeah, we're going to get him again. Come on, leave it alone. Leave it alone. Now is your picking, like Trina said. I'm glad that she prayed. She definitely prayed. But I just wanted to say, like, everything after the whole Quaalude situation and that entire life, like, see, I, I believe that I'm one of the Cosby kids. I grew up like that. I call my dad the, the real Bill Cosby. That's why I take a true offense when they say that they took that great, happy man that everybody loves, the dad on the block. It made him this animal kind of a character because my daddy didn't do that. At the end of the day, we learned how to make beds watching the Cosby show. You know what I mean? We learned. There's a lot of stuff that, like, my, I'm, I'll be 40 this year. So every single thing that he did maybe in his second life was all about the people and making the people better. So as crazy as he might have been, we all have a chance for a well, second chance. All, all along in his career has been about the embitterment. Now, what he has done in his personal life is what's coming back to bite him in the behind. Sister Antonio, are you still there? Yes, Antonio, I am. Still okay, yes, I, I didn't I'm know you were finished saying what you were saying. Oh, Did you finish okay. your comment? Well, oh, okay, okay. Okay, I don't want to see another 120 days of Waiting to see no, what it should not again. have to be right, no. and, and it really should not have to be. But that is what the mandates of the law is. This is and and two, what we need to look at the um, the district attorney is this an election year for the district attorney? That's something we got to look at because this is a big ticket item, Bill Cosby. 
if this district attorney can take him down, that may be another term or two for him. So that's one of the things that may be driving the district attorney if they're going to prosecute within the next 120 days or just what. My sister Chappie, you still with us, am I correct? And, and and I have to I'm, say, I'm very much what 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 Chaffee here said about the economics. You know, I, I can't agree with her more. This country got to understand. No, we as a people got to understand because. And, and my sister, I'm sorry to call you in, and then I want to run my mouth a little bit, but I got to say, that's okay. We got to stop thinking in terms of. You know, like these people, they see him to ching dollar bills in the eye. Okay, what uh-huh. we the people look at, we'll take that money and run out there and buy some foolish, ridiculous stuff without doing something wise with it to make it grow, like Bill Cosby did with his money to make it grow sizable enough to the point where he was contemplating buying NBC. This is what mm-hmm. we got to do in changing our mindset. Time we get $2 in our hand, what are we doing? We're spending it somewhere that is not going to make a better return for us. It's a lost cause. We have to come up with it. I got to say this also in terms of what are we going to do and talking about it. Adrian raised that point, which is very valid. What are what are we going to do? We do keep talking about it, but we have to stop spinning our wheels. I think the first step is what our sister Trina did tonight. She paid, paid for this whole situation, giving power to where the power really lies. She did that. We got to continue to pray. And as we continue to pray, we have to continue to work on those Issues with our own selves Because we are all under attack This man greatly so Because of his wealth I'm sorry Chappie um, What again Is your comment uh, Still about Bill Cosby and his situation His um, mistrial Well you know Again I'm not surprised that it Ended up in a mistrial but My whole thing this Evening was sort of online to what Adrian had said. It, it was about Bill. Simply, it was about Bill. You know, throughout the news, everything that you hear is, well, the prosecutor feels this and the victim feels that and the prosecutor wants and the victim wants. But who's been talking about Bill? And I don't mean talking about him as the guilty whatever they want to accuse him of. I'm saying, who's been talking about Bill? Like she said, I thought that the law was that you were innocent until proven guilty, not guilty until you can prove that you're innocent. And then when you look at the whole situation in general, when you look at how the whole thing has played out, I can't help but... And I'm, I don't want to make it sound like I'm saying that the people involved do not have common sense, but you take it for what it's worth after I say what I'm going to say. If you remember what life was like in the 60s and the 70s for black folk, 
you got these white women, even though at that time it was, you know, the hippie stage and age and flower power and free love and all of that, it was still a very dangerous time to be a black man in America. We're complaining about what they do today, but it was going on a whole lot stronger in the 60s and 70s. Mm-hmm. What would they have done to a black man? I don't care who he was. Mm-hmm. That a white woman said, wait till. And these women are saying, oh, we made these accusations back then, but no one believed us. Get out of here. Mm-hmm. I asked four different men who are my seniors. In their these are men in their seventies. I've had this conversation with four different men. No matter how wealthy, rich, or famous you were, as a black man living in the sixties and seventies, what would happen to you if a white woman accused you of rape? This is what I was told. One person said, "Well, if you were down south, they just gonna kill you." Another per another per well, you know, that's what they said. They said if you was down south, you was dead. That that wasn't they didn't care if you really did it or not. If she said you did it, you were dead. You did it, yeah. Up here, they said they would hang you or they would lock you up and then let something happen to you in the prison. But you wasn't gonna walk mm-hmm. away from it. You were dead. No matter who you were. You telling me that all these white women came forward back in the 60s and 70s and said Bill Cosby did something to them, and he made it to see the Cosby show. He made it to see Fat Albert. He made You, you see what I'm saying? Like, come on, y'all. We got to use mm-hmm. common sense. You know, that's, that's my thing on the whole thing. We got to use common sense, and we got to stay prayed up. And we have to stay prayed up for all involved. Because, again, yeah. I'm not saying Bill Cosby didn't do anything to anybody. I'm saying I don't believe he did nothing to these people that has come before us thus far. I just don't believe it. I could be wrong. My name is not God. I've been wrong about stuff before. But in my heart of heart, I don't believe it. And that's why God led me to have prayer for him, prayer that he sustains, prayer that he, he he's able yeah. to stand through this particular trial. Because remember, this man is 80 years old. Mm. He's 80 years old. So what happens if his heart gives out because of the stress of it? Powers to be still got their way. His bloodline won't become yeah. old money. Right. Hey. <laughs> so I, I just pray that we stay prayed up, and I pray that we continue to pray for even the prosecutor and all of them. Because remember, the prosecutor, yes. he just got elected out there, and he got elected mm. on the platform that he was going to go after Bill Cosby. Oh, there you go. So now this thing is personal. Something to do with it. <laughs> yeah. It's personal. Because he got elected on the platform of I'm going to go get him. He went to go get him. He didn't get him. And now everybody looking at him going, well, maybe you're not the right person. So now this is personal. And let me just add something right there, too. We're talking about it, and you're so very right. They are in Mm -hmm. Montgomery County, for those that, you know, are listening to this show, may not 
maybe listening from another city, another state, Montgomery County, well, you're seeing the township, Norristown, which is the county seat for Montgomery mm-hmm. County. And one thing that I'd like for our listeners to understand, Montgomery County is largely a Republican-run county. I don't think I know any Democrat in office in Montgomery County. You know, Congress, um, even state representatives, they're mostly Republicans. So where does this tie in? Yes, it does tie in, okay, because that is a party about the money. And money to support this district attorney who may have failed or did fail because he had a mistrial. And one thing i like to bring out also, I just want to run back to before I forget it, the many times that they were deliberating, One of the things that did really catch my attention is when the judge was ordering that they need to rule on at least one of the three charges. He was trying to make them come to a decision at least on one of the three charges. Now, he didn't say which one it is, aggravated, whatever. I don't know what all the charges exactly were besides rape. But I thought that that order, and I had been on juries before, I thought that that order from the judge was a little bit over the top because if justice is supposed to be blind, don't tell me to come back with at least one, okay, mm-hmm. at least one. Don't Don't tell me to come back with at least one. You know, you're also – playing on the physical needs, the emotions, and maybe even possible hardship that some of these jurors were enduring. But because they did not have sufficient evidence to take this 80-some-year-old man's life and put him into Mm -hmm. a four-by-six cell, however big the places are, you know, for the duration of his life and make a complete and total mockery the rest of the way out of him. You know, they couldn't do that. So we got to look at this from so many different angles. One is definitely political. And I didn't know about the prosecutor. You know, sister, you said that she that he was just um, newly elected. And I know those Republicans out there in that county is going to want to make sure that they have a good return in their investment, their investment meaning contributing to his campaign, funding his campaign through the Republican National Committee. Okay, Mm -hmm. so there's a lot that we have to look at from the political sense with this as well. Um, But Mm -hmm. with it all, Throughout it all, I'm going to turn it over. I'm sorry, Sister uh, Taffy. Was there something else you wanted to say before I go to our Sister Trina? No, that that was basically it, that we just have to, as I said, we have to be careful. We have to stay prayerful for all parties involved because, as I said, however this plays out, whatever the end result is going to be, can I stand back and allow this to continue to happen 
to us as a people. We cannot allow um, this to happen to him, and we can't allow Satan to get that type of a victory without falling on our knees and going before the Father. Because, again, prayer changes everything. Everything. That's it. All things. Well, I want to thank everyone for tuning in tonight. Oh, Sister Trina, I'm so sorry. I can't let you go all the way off the hook, not after that powerful prayer of yours. Can you just give us another good word? Katrina, are you there? Well, I think maybe she may be gone. Um, But, again, I thank everyone for tuning in this evening, listening to our show. Uh, We will be back with PK News Forum again to update you on current events, to talk about the issues that affect us, and to continue to stay connected and prayerful. We do pray you a good rest of the week, a blessed rest of the week. God bless you. Take care and good night.